N-Y-Y-S-T This is New York Yankee Sports Talk Swinging for the fences Knock it out the park This is New York Yankee Sports Talk Christian and Chris Of course SGR This is New York Yankee Sports Talk Call me New York Yankee Sports Talk Record rain or shine Grab your shades and umbrellas N-Y-Y-S-T You're hanging with the fellas Welcome back. This is episode 368 of the NYYST podcast. Yep. We're live on NYY Underground. I am your host, Christian, as always, joined by my co-host, Chris. You. John, is that Pete Simonetti in SGR's box? I'm in the box, John. I'm in the box. What did he say again? I forgot. I forgot what, I, what he was like. Well, uh, I'm happy to be back. Who I don't. He said know. something good. He did. I remember. I, I watched. What it was. I wa- I watched a top ten, uh, worst home run calls of all time. Eight of them were John Sterling. Get missing the fuck home. out of here! People got balls to do that. Yeah, and, I mean they were pretty bad, and they were all within the last oh, okay. year and a half. At least but they he, were, okay, but they weren't. Like, no, 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 no. Hold on. Let me specify. They were botched home run calls. So it was like, I have a few of those. But he's a well-meaning elderly man, okay? So I do got a funny, a quick story to to share on that. You guys in the chat might remember this. So me and Bad Dog were calling the game, and he was calling the inning. Josh Donaldson was up. You know Donaldson always pops up, so you don't expect anything to happen. So anyway, the pitch comes in, and he hits the ball, and Bad Dog goes, ah, another pop-up. The ball goes about 467 (laughs) feet out to left field, not even close, just a bomb. (laughs) There was one call I gave Sterling the benefit of the doubt, and you guys probably remember it. It was Giancarlo Stanton at Fenway. I think it was the playoff game. Okay. I think it was the playoff game, the wild card game in like the first inning. You remember G hit one that looked like it was going 600 feet, and it was caught before the wall. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think I did. that's the one when he was hitting all the homers, wasn't it? When he yeah. just went off? Yeah, I know yeah. what you're talking about. Cool that story, one I'll bro. give him the benefit of the doubt. Cool story. All right. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. We're live here on NYY Underground. It's uh, February 15th. We are uh, into the throws of spring training here. The Yankees pitchers and catchers reported to camp yesterday. We already got some quotes and some videos coming out. We're going to break it all down here. But before we do that, if you're in the chat right now, smack the like. And subscribe right. to NYY Underground. Okay. And if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, Please leave us a five-star rating and review. And don't forget to tell your friends about NYYST and NYY Underground, okay? We're taking all right. Also, too, on Twitter. We're on Twitter. So, Twitter, yeah. hey, how you doing? Mm-hmm. How you doing? How you doing? Okay. Okay. Just like Hulk Hogan said in 1996, we're taking over, okay, for life. Okay. 1996, we also won a chip, okay? Can we win okay. one this year? Uh, okay. uh, see how it all ties together here? Okay. Speaking of 1996, that was the 96 championship hat that Strowman was rocking uh, when he reported, right? Ninety six or ninety eight, I could. It looked ninety six ish, but it could be ninety eight. It was definitely one of those, so that's good. That's but it really would. T- but if he's wearing a Stone Cold Steve Austin yeah. shirt, ninety eight does make more sense because that was his yeah. big year. And he he's big on fashion, so I think he probably put the two together. I don't think yeah, he's just gonna throw anything pop- on him. You know what, dude? I, I I can't hate the guy. The guy shows up to Yankee camp with a with a World Series hat and a Steve Austin shirt. How are you gonna hate? How are you gonna hate the guy? We got a couple of uh, chats in here. Uh, Zach Brownish has best uh-huh. channel on YouTube. It's not close. Love yeah, no, you guys. Thank no you, kidding. brother. Okay. Jeff J says, what's in the box? P. 
Oh, he's that's a seven reference. What's in the box? Yeah. Pete, uh, fucking baseball is being practiced and soon played. Let's go, NYYU. I love it. You. you. Okay. Would you say you're more excited for opening day this year than you were last year? Hell I, fucking yes. Are you not? I, no, no, no. I am. I, for some reason last year, even from the start, I didn't have that same like giddy feel. But what did they do last year that would have caused you to get excited? At least there's a there's a different sense around this team this year. Whether or not you think they did enough is a different story. They did improve this team by leaps and bounds this year. So at least you have a feeling that yeah. this team can accomplish some things. Can they accomplish their ultimate goal? I don't know. Well, that, again, that remains to be seen. But there's a little bit of freshness around this team this year. You bring in Verdugo. You bring in Soda. You bring in Strowman. The team doesn't seem stale, is what I'm trying to say. Like it. I gotta, I gotta switch my hat real quick, just because you said Soda. Hold on. Okay. Do you think there's still like a few stale parts that you're not happy about, though? Like, uh, let's put aside, did they do enough or not? Let's just talk about the guys that are going to be here that they really didn't have a choice to be here or not. Like, let's talk about, like, I, I can't love, believe I'm going to say this, but DJ LeMayu. I was just like, going to say, I love DJ LeMayu, but does he make you feel, do, are you, are you confident that he can pull it together? Or do you look you at him and it? be like, okay. okay, you can yank it. Uh, do you feel like he's someone who can bring it all together again? Like, is he that talented? Or do you f look at him and be like, I kind of wish they could move on from him because he does come off as like a stale piece. Mm. Do you trust that he's going to be healthy this year? I don't know. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is because you mentioned uh, Jose Trevino the other day in our chat. And well, I understand why he's here, but to me, like that's a stale piece for me that I, I just wish they could have moved on from. Uh, but who's going to catch them? Don't say don't, Austin I, Wells. They're gonna have no, no, they're no, gonna have two catchers. I understand, Austin. and I, and I love Trevino in a sense of I thought he gave us more than we could have ever imagined a couple seasons ago, and it's probably not fair to say about him. I'm just giving using him as an example. Well, this is like this is what this is what Boone had to say about DJ Mayu in regards to the leadoff spot. I want it to be DJ. Hopefully it is. So it seems like he's going to be the leadoff hitter. At least they're going to give him the opportunity to be the leadoff hitter. Uh, I don't like it. I mean, I've said it on this show numerous times. I wish it would be Verdugo so they could go Verdugo, Judge Soto. That's how I would personally line it up. I know that Verdugo is not going to uh, confuse anybody, get him confused with the flash out there. But DJ LeMayu, even if he hits 275, 280, which I think is not unrealistic, but also, you know, a way big drop from where he was hitting 320, 330, he's slow as shit. I don't want him at the top of the lineup, to be honest with you. He's just such a con. The thing for me with DJ is even when his average is on the lower end he's such a contact guy and i would feel so much better with him being in a situation where he could drive in runs i feel like he he excels at that like if he's going to be a, i feel like he would be better at in a six seven spot where you might have some ducks on the pond there to keep an inning going get a real big inning going whereas like verdugo i feel like 
especially since I want to go left, right, left at the top of the lineup and his and his bat to ball skills, I feel like would be better suited to start the game that way. I think we talked about this and I 100 percent agree Verdugo in the leadoff spot. Pete, where do you stand on that? I would do this and because look. You know, we could we could talk about this until we're blue in the face, but we know what the Yankees are going to do, right? We know that DJ LeMay is going to get the opportunity, but to me, I would just go about it like this. I would have DJ be the leadoff guy against lefties, and I let Verdugo get it against righties. That's not a terrible idea. And that two. might be what they do, like, man. It's not like some uncommon thing, right? Teams do that all the time, where they have a lineup against lefties, a lineup against righties. Keep your one through six roughly the same as much as you can, and then go about it that way, but... They're going to give DJ the opportunity. We all know that. I just wonder if they if they go about it in that way. Because Boone did also mention Verdugo being a leadoff hitter. He did mentioned he? both of them. Okay, okay. So he did mention both. Of them. He didn't. Now, to be fair, you're right. He did say that he wants DJ LeMayu to be that guy. But the only other person he really mentioned was Verdugo. So maybe, you know, as spring training plays on, they kind of see how it is. And I think, I think, if, I, I just think it makes all the sense in the world to, to try them both out in, in lefty righty for Mix me I, I've always been a guy who and people people think this is overrated but okay. I but I disagree I think baseball's all about consistency and I always hated no. how the Yankees would just throw guys anywhere any position any part of the lineup I want some like we talked about this in past episodes leading up to the season I want consistency from this team. I want it in a sense of reliability, in a sense of being able to depend on guys, but I also want to depend on who my leadoff guy is, who my cleanup hitter is, who's batting second, who's batting third. I'm so, I, I want to know who's batting sixth it, for the most part. I'm so sick of the Yankees thinking everything is so arbitrary that they can just throw whoever they want in left field, whoever they want at second base, whoever they want here, whoever's going to play first, give me some consistency, not just not just the guys who are going to be healthy, but the guys who we're going to rely upon to, to bat lead off, to bat clean up. Give me that every day out until it doesn't work. And then when it doesn't work, be quick to pull the trigger. Like, this uh-huh. is a no-fuck-around season. Okay, pull the trigger quickly. Okay, okay. He's, pull, he's pulling a lot today. Okay, yanking, okay. pulling. Okay. All right. So you know the Yanks are in camp now. You know, uh, yesterday was the first day they were there, and everybody's talking. And uh, you know there were some moves made. Lou Trevino was back with the club. He got a one-year deal with an option. Uh, I love one. It. Well, I I thought Lou Trevino was great here. Uh, he's awesome. Uh, it's one six six, right? One six six. Yeah. Very. Yeah. Very. Uh, in the mid ones there, uh, $1.5 million base, but depending on games appeared in, he can make up to $6 million this year, which is wild when you think about it, uh, considering some of the names the Yankees passed on, but they're going to give, they're, they're willing to give Lou Trevino, or at least give him the opportunity to earn $6 million this year. Uh, they also, uh, I, I don't have it written down. P who's the guy they acquired from uh, Milwaukee yesterday, the reliever. Oh my God! I got it. Shit, I don't remember. Andrews, something Andrews, I believe. Yeah. So, but he, yeah, he's a forty man guy, right? He's he not is that. on the forty man, yeah. So the and then um, they acquired Caleb Ferguson last week. So the Yankees are doing things to improve the bullpen. It just doesn't. There's Clayton a lot of Andrews. There it goes. Uh, there's a lot of depth in that bullpen right now, which I like, but I still am missing that guy. That's what I'm missing out of this bullpen right now is that guy. 
Would you agree with that? Well, who do you he, here's why you feel that way. Uh, and maybe I'm wrong. But let's just give this a try. Because Clay Holmes would rather take pictures of butterflies than close <laughs> okay. games. Well, that, I mean, <laughs> at least we're somewhat on the same page. Are you confident in Clay Holmes being your closer? That's where it all starts, right? No. A world championship team, no. <clears throat> which this team is supposed to be. Would All right, let's say this. Is that your biggest concern about this team right now? Uh, no, but... No. But when you're talking about not knowing how you feel about the bullpen, regardless of depth, it all it starts and ends with the closer. So, so who is your biggest? What is the biggest concern then? If it's not Clay Holmes as the closer, it's still my starting pitching. I don't I need another I'm guy. I'm not as worried about that as I am Clay Holmes being the closer. To be honest with you, why? Because we have Garrett Cole. Okay. And I'm in love with Marcus Stroman now. I just am. Oh, my God. Okay. He loves no, no, no. Stro. Okay. Listen, here's what I'll say about Stroman real quick. I'm sure we'll get to more of Stro later. Yeah, we got some highlights of him, too, talking today, which should pump every Yankee fan of the game. I, I personally think, and we'll get to those highlights, but I, uh, they're gonna. it's part of what I feel. I think the hype around Stroman and the mentality and the way the fans are backing him despite his bullshit antics that he's pulled up until this point mm. are going, you know how a team is, is confident maybe when they shouldn't be, when they're playing with house money. Like you look at the 2017 Yankees, right? And it was just a bunch of guys who were supposed to be on a rebuild and they're going to game seven of the ALCS, right? I think the same thing's going to go with Stroman where it's like all this false confidence just from being backed and just from having that mentality. I don't think maybe, it's false. You think that he's got false confidence? No, 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 no. What I'm saying is everyone should hate him right now. He should be hated. Not by his fan, not by his fan base shouldn't hate him. We should be embracing this guy right now. Uh, hold on. From what he said about us? I don't care anymore. Yeah, but I, that's I talked what, about But that's my point is that we don't give a shit anymore. Well, I said this and I think this is the fairest way to say it. You can forgive but you don't forget. We got all the receipts. So No, it's there. The You're absolutely about, right. Exactly. It's there, but the thing about Stroman that I personally like and which has given me the chance of saying, all right, let's see what you do. I hope you do well. Is he he wanted to be in the lines then. So he said, look, I got big fucking balls. I'm coming here. I know what I've said. I know what I've done. I know I know I talk shit about, let's see, these Yankees couldn't pitch in a postseason. Well, you may got the opportunity. And if you're out of there by the second, we're going to fucking yeah. destroy you. Right As now, Yankee fans rightfully should, to be fair. But right now, for me, it's a clean slate. I'm not going into the season looking for a reason to boot right. him. No, but definitely that's, not. But that's definitely my point. I agree. That's I agree. my point. Is this? I should have said it could have been a shit show right from the right from the start. He's saying all the right things right exactly. now. Exactly. And the, and you have to ask. He's in his mid thirties now. Has he matured as a person? Is maybe that all, is all that stuff behind him? Is being quote home? Is that changed him? Is you know? He's I got, think. Being a father now, you know, you I don't, we can all speak on this. So all these things can change a person. You know, I'm I'm looking for the best out of him right now. And I've said that from the beginning, like put all that stuff aside. Can I get a guy that can give me 170 innings and pitch to a mid three ERA? Is that the guy? Then I put mm -hmm. up with everything that he might say in the media or has said in the media. Because frankly, <clears throat> what is he how many crimes has he committed? None. Okay, so words are words. Yeah. <laughs> oh quite, yeah, quite frankly, words are words. He's he's a 
is he a bad guy? Has he has he been accused of doing anything? Uh, no. As some of the other guys that have been on this team in recent years have been no. accused of doing. No, not at so, all. That's not what I'm all. saying. Okay. Clean, so clean, clean slate. I'm here. He's on my team. I'm rooting for him. I'm not looking for. Can a I throw this? Yeah. yeah. I want to throw this out there because Chris, I think you will like this. But we don't. You know that the the thing about Strowman that I see is yes, you embrace it now, but. Is he gonna? Is he to type that? Let's say he has a four something ERA that he just can't, goes off and hey, you can't be it soft, goes nuts. Bro. But here's the thing that he did say on his Instagram recently. I don't know. If, I don't know if some people in the chat may have seen this. He was like to my family and friends, just so you're aware. Basically, I'm not on here this year. I'm completely focused on winning a championship. Good. Like he literally wrote that about social media. Like, don't expect me to be responding, replying. I'm totally zoned in. And focused on winning this year. Now, if shit goes wrong, I, I think he's gonna go running back to social media and and, and saying shit because we ha- all, the only trend we have is him doing that. We don't have trends of him right. not doing that. And that's fair. So, that's, but but that's I'm fair. with I'm with Christian. I'm with you. Clean slate for me. You're a Yankee now. You've been well, saying all the right things. Go out there and pitch. That's all I ask. So so here's how I should have posed it. My point is, we could have very easily not said we're giving you a clean slate. I think it's a mixture of a few things. It's, you cannot tell me that he doesn't have false confidence. He's been out there saying he's, Cole's not in his league, right? Didn't no, he make he, a, no, no, no. He said what was Cole's the statement? The Sorry, because you're defending him now. Only, so. He said Cole's the only one in his league. Okay, okay. So he's made statements that are like, all right, dude, you have, you're a little cocky. Fine. We're yeah. clean. What I'm saying is, I think that is actually helping him here. In a sense of the right attitude, exactly, and it's turning into the right attitude. Yeah, and there's a little mixture here. We gotta admit it. Yankee fans are a little desperate for him to be great. He needs no to be great, that. absolutely, yes, of course. 100%. So I'm saying we're so 100%. desperate for that. We're so desperate that's for why, it. Okay, and that's a part of the reason why I'm not going into the season looking that's what, for a reason that's, to boo this guy. Yes, of course. That's what I'm saying. It's a perfect formula. But I've he also come believe, here now. He believes that he is the best. Yes. Well. Okay, he should. He's, he's not, but he should believe that, but he's yeah. not. So, again, uh, going back to my statement, false confidence from him with a mixture of we're desperate for him to be great and to give him a clean slate, it has been a per- the perfect formula up until this point to where I am starting to fall in love with Marcus Stroman as well, and I never I, thought I'd say that. I just don't like the term false confidence because he's not a pitcher with a 5 ERA saying you he's how good he is. He's a pitcher no, that usually but he's a guy pitches, who talks about himself being in the same league as Garrett Cole and that's which not he, true. which we all know that he's not, but he is a really good pitcher. I've been saying it for a long for Absolutely 100% and at an 18 million dollar clip, I mean there's really it's hard Look. to dislike the move. Look, I've I've said this in the past and it doesn't mean shit now. A, it was a long time ago, and B, it was the World Baseball Classic. Mm. But I never, in all my years of being a fan outside of anyone on the Yankees, I've never rooted so hard for a non-Yankee in any situation ever than I rooted for Marcus Stroman pitching for the for the WBC, the United yeah. States in yeah. in the World Baseball Classic. He in the finale, fired in the final, up. right? Yeah, and he won that what? final game, didn't he? He was he was great throughout, but in that final, yeah. he was amazing. Yeah, and the stories I heard from him, I loved him as a person too. And then he became like this, kind of like a douchebag, at least on social media. And it really yeah. it bothered me because I loved him so much at that point. I thought he was a competitor. I thought he was a great pitcher. He's got great stuff. I don't care how what you feel about him. 
He's got great stuff, but that doesn't take away from the fact that he's he does have some false confidence or at least yeah. a false yeah. idea. But I'll take it, dude. I'd rather hear a guy say how great he is than someone put his head his tail between his legs and his head down and talk about that he can't do it. Facts. Like it's kind of it, it was kind of surprising to me where I feel like Rodon. Yeah, he was hit with crazy adversity last year. He was hurt. <laughs> But I never, I never felt like he took the bull by the horns when he was on the mound to be like, look, dude, I sucked, but I'm going to come out here and I'm going to fucking kill it next. I, f- I felt like I needed that from Rodon, and I didn't get it. I think that Rodon should take a page out of Strowman's book. No, he what- said that. Carl Rodon said that a couple of times. He said, look, I don't want to be the guy. I could, he, said, he said flat out, I could probably go into IL. He said, I want to pitch. I want to show my team and the fans that I'm here to go out there no matter what. Who are you more concerned with, Rodon or Strowman? You. Okay. Uh, okay. That's well, a, that's a that's a to me to me it's almost balanced, and I know people are probably going to say that's crazy, but to me it's almost balanced. I have I, my concerns on both of them. I would have to be more concerned with Rodon because it's a it's not a long term risk with Marcus Strowman. Uh, that's true. I didn't even consider that. You're right. You're right. But let's let's talk about Carlos Rodon. Showed up to <clears> camp about. About a month ago, okay, so he's been down there for a while now. Uh, looking slim, looking in shape. Okay, uh, reports are he's throwing ninety-seven already. Whereas wow. when he went to camp last year, he was he was hitting ninety-two-ish. So, I mean, we talked about this last week, I believe. All this stuff that we're getting anxiety about now: no Blake Snell, no Cease, no Yamamoto, no fucking Corbin Burns. Nobody cares if this guy pitched like the 1B last year. So everything, all the early returns, I know it's February 15th, are leading you to believe that we're getting that guy this year. Showed up early, showed up in shape, throwing gas already. I mean, this is the the guy that the Yankees need. The Yankees are not, I'll go out on a limb and say this, the Yankees are not going to win a World Series without Carlos Rodon pitching like a legitimate number two starter. They're not going to do it. He's a beast. I mean, he really is, and he—he's the guy. I wanted this guy for years, and <clears throat> you know, I'm—I'm I'm not gonna—I'm not gonna come off of that. That yep. he, you know, he had a rough year, and you know, th- there's he, there was no hiding from him really. You know, even even his uh, when he got there early and he had that little um, conversation. I think it might have been with Bob Clappich, but he basically just said, "Look, there was a lot of things done wrong," but he also spoke the truth about some of it. He said that time when he got really mad at Matt Blake. He said, Blake comes out there and goes, you got to do better. He's like, oh, fucking shit. What, you, you, what do you want me to tell? Of course I know I got to do better. Like, that's why he's like, I turn my back in frustration. Because, yeah, you think I want to give up six runs with nobody out? Yeah, of course. So, you know, he, he kind of spoke about some of the things he's done, things he's done wrong. And, look, he kind of played off the weight loss. It's as clear as day the guy lost weight. I mean, it's as clear as days. I ah, just chasing the kids around. He put in work. There's no denying that. And that's the only thing that we can ask for during an offseason, right, is that he looks better when he gets to spring training. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, him hitting 97 this early is such a fucking huge sign, and here's why. Not just for the obvious reasons of, of course, you want the guy hitting 97 as opposed to 92, but if you remember last year when Rodon was reaching back for, for the heat, every single, when he was, when he was struggling on the mound, his fastball, his his front shoulder was flying open. That fastball was high. And when he would throw for a strike, it was still high in the zone. 
everything was he was overcompensating for everything. If he can have more confidence that he has that velocity, you're going to see a lot more control out of him. You're going to see him be able to work off that fastball a lot more, and he's going to be that pitcher we saw a couple years ago. No doubt. Got a couple of super chats. If we okay. can get to those real quick. Sure. Jeff J says, to be honest, I'm a half mast on opening day at the stadium. Um, irrespective of who is taking the field, the air smells better when you are sitting in the stadium paying for expensive hot dogs and beer. Did he say All right? half mass? Is he half is mass? he saying okay. he's, he's got a chub going? Okay. But isn't that like the term for when the flags are lowered because someone died? Okay. We're sorry for you. your loss. Okay. I don't know. Uh, David Douglas says, did you guys hear the Cashman quote on Soto uh, stated possibly a one-year deal until free agency? Well, David, this is what people are getting confused about that. It is one year until free agency. Yeah. I mean, he's not he's not going to go out there and say, hey, look, we're going to spend $700 million to bring this guy back. He's right. He has one year of free agency. That's it. And like he yeah. said, it's very likely he probably will become a free agent. That's how free agency works. I, I mean, can read we, into can that we too just much. can we just speak on that? I don't understand why people are getting so bent out of shape over it. Yeah, I'm very confused to be honest. We knew that he had one year left on his deal. We know who his agent is, and it's nothing that is really earth shattering. It doesn't mean the Yankees aren't going to try to bring him back. It just means that he's likely going to hit free agency. You know, and and I, again, you mentioned who his agent is, but. Whether Boris is agent or not, it's Juan Soto. I mean, put yourself in his shoes. Are you? I don't care what the deal is. You're not. You're not not hitting free agency as one of the best offensive players in the entire league. His you're a generational player. Historical is what he is. Yes, yeah. exactly. You're. Of course, you're gonna hit. You'd be dumb not to. I don't care who your agent is. Yeah, you got to. It's the. It's the biggest play you have. Swift says market watch. Women's adult toy sales mm. and orders have skyrocketed when Dane is on NYYU. Of course, he's just Dane, a sexy boy. Is, Dane, sexy boy. is Dane a pretty boy? He's a real he's, sexy guy. He's, I tell you. Yo. he's a sexy son of a bitch. He's, he's, he's got wow. a cute guy. He's got a cute old Sarge says cute. Chris is right. Yeah. Yanks need to have consistent lineup at least. Wow. Still need to lose the deuce wish the douche whistle. Okay. Oh, I love it. Love the deuce. Douche and, whistle. <laughs> deuce. That's a tongue twister. He has to take a deuce. Uh, Scott says, guys, I bought tickets to the event today. Let's go, Scotty boy. Yeah. I am hyped. Chris, I am with you. Trevino is a weak hitter. Stale. If Volpe starts bad, he has the platoon. Wow. wow. I got uh, this. Cannot uh, blindly support him. And where is Snell going? Guys, I, also drop a voicemail, folks. Okay. I got two uh, two supporters so far this year. Uh, oh, I'm okay. going to quit because people hate me. And now everybody's yeah, now. Okay, we didn't do the poll, okay? You could do the poll. Right. Look, We're not doing the poll. Chris is don't staying do a, here. You're obligated. You're because, I got leave, okay? two, because I got two supporters, we're not going to do a poll if I should leave the show. Come on. Do you guys like Chris? Yes or no? Come on. Let's hear it, damn it. Tell him. It's okay. Tell and him look, you love him, baby. Look, let me just address this real quick. People hate my passion because they mistake it for... They mistake it for the um, irrational fan. Let me tell you something. I turned 35 this past year. Okay. My first true baseball memory is Ken Griffey Jr. rounding third base and ending my dreams in 1995. I cried for two fucking hours. The Chris okay? story? Okay. I cried for two hours. I banged on the floor. I'm passionate, man, and I made a commitment. To not let this front office off the hook this year. I don't care if they got Soto or not. You get Soto, that makes me want more. 
right? You give me something good. That doesn't mean I should sit back and be like, I'm good. I want more, man. Until I'm until this team is raising a World Series trophy over their heads, and I'm fucking in New York at the parade. I'm not satisfied. And I will hold them accountable. And I'll hold the players accountable too. But this passion is not, I'm not irrational. I'm just at a higher uh, standard now. Uh, no, no. I. You can go uh, back to old episodes uh, where old I have episodes. supported. Okay, episodes. I have supported and I have defended. This guy sucks. I hope he gets hit by a bus. That's you. <laughs> Good. Yeah. We're talking about you. This is David fun, Douglas with the Super Chat says, Chris is the wow. CM Punk of NYYU. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, is this that is, good or bad? No, depends on who you ask. Okay. This, is, this is from uh, Andy Martino, who saw uh, oh, Don pitch at camp. And he said the guy who reported to the Yankees off that contract did not have the fastball that Carlos Rodon had today. That's Andy Martino, who watched him pitch today. It's huge, man. That's huge. For real. Seriously. It's big. They need him. They so need this, him. This is from uh, Garrett Cole. He said, I'm not sure I have any other goals than to do my job and win a World Series. I try to keep it simple in that regard. Okay. Okay. That's so the before eight. let's uh you guys want to take a listen to uh Marcus Stroman real quick? Sure, let's go. All mm-hmm. right, let's have a little listen here. Here we go. This was a situation I didn't think I'd be in at all. You know what I mean? But it's a situation that has excited me more than anybody knows. You know, when Cashman calls and says he wants you to play for the Yankees, that's like it gives you chills when Aaron Judge calls you and tells you he wants you to play for the Yankees. It gives you chills, you know, when everyone reaches out and tells you that they want you to be a part of this organization. You know what I mean? That puts you, that puts me, I'm getting chills right now. Like, I can't wait to go out there. Um, yeah, I really can't wait. And I, it's hard for me to put into words, but, it, like, I know I'm probably going to be slated third in the rotation, and that would line me up for the home opener against the Toronto Blue Jays. So. I just love moments like that, and I feel like I'm the one to be in big moments like that, and I can't wait to to feel the energy of the crowd. Gotta like it. I mean, Dude, he's just a guy saying all the right things right now. How are you gonna yeah. argue with anything that he said right there? And nah. it is 98. The hat is 98, by it the way. 98? So he did okay. match up the Stone Cold pretty well. All right. He's just he's a guy saying all the right things, and it sounds easier than it actually is. But for Marcus Stroman to come here and say what he said and and to hit that sweet spot of what we need and want to hear, I'm on board, bro. I want Stroman to fucking kill it. Oh, here's the message. And, and I would love to to stand on my feet, give him a standing ovation after his first start. So that's that message I was telling you guys about. Locked in for the season, ring chasing with the squad, no time for nonsense. I love that. To all my family, friends, and acquaintances, I'm sorry if I don't reply to messages or respond to missed calls. I'm busy. Love you, though. Talk to you all around Thanksgiving. Bro, Time to get to work. Now, I let's love, hope that stands, because if it does, I fucking love that, man. But let's take this a, a step further. I hope that doesn't just come. I hope that's not just coming from Stroman. I hope that the culture in the clubhouse at this point. Oh, wow. Like you're reading my mind. Thank you so much because it's exactly <laughs> what I was going to get into right okay, now. Okay. This is what happens when you guys work together for about 32 years. Okay. okay. All right. So I just read the quote from Garrett Cole. I'm here to win a World Series. Aaron Boone were hell bent on being champions. Brian Cashman was on TC. Okay. Talking cucks. Okay. okay and talking he, cucks. Talking cucks. And he said, that we need to win now. 
you're hearing a lot of the same verbiage coming from this organization right now that they I think they understand the desperation and the need that this is the year that they have to win a World Series. I don't feel like that there's been that type of urgency in their words in previous years. People think this is stupid, but let's just say the Yankees don't get another pitcher and we're going to rely on these guys, which, again, if they can show up, it's, it's uh, as much as I, I rip on the front office, it's also not fair to not expect what we should expect from Rodon, from Stroman at this point. If these guys show up, this is a deadly team. But beyond that, what can replace if someone goes down is not just talent all the time. It's also a mindset. We've seen a lot of excuses. We've seen a lot of, you know, abdicating responsibility and blaming, blaming umpires and blaming this and blaming that. This team needs to put their heads down and have that mentality, and that can make up for anything that you miss. Remember when this team won in 2017? What was the motto? Uh, shake it off? Oh, no, that's bullshit. No. <laughs> <laughs> what, was the, what was the big theme around, tw- sorry, not 2017. I should say more 2018, 2019 was next guy up, right? Yeah, it was 2019. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they didn't win a World Series, but they shouldn't have even been close. And it was like this team – this team had that mentality of it doesn't matter who's in the fucking lineup. It doesn't matter who's on the mound. We're going to go out there and we're going to take take it to any team that opposes us. Yeah. And this team kind of lost that over the so last So you want years. Cameron Maven in left field? Let me tell you something about Cameron Maven. Not a huge fan of him anymore. Uh-huh. Um, but anyway, what, well, I'm trying Robinson. To, what I'm trying to say is that mentality can go a long way. Shane and it can make up for do you feel, based on what you've heard these guys say over the last 24 hours, that there is a different mentality around this organization right now? I would sure as hell hope so, and from what I'm hearing, yes. One thing that I really like, and I don't—I I mean, I don't want to say people aren't picking up on this, but I think they are. You notice we didn't get the where a World Series caliber team shit. They're playing games this year. They're like, let's just go out because Boone said it too. He's like. We got to go out there and play the games because the last couple of years, what has been where operational death star, whatever the hell it was, where a world series caliber team, where a world series organization at the end of the day, I, I think they've kind of been kicked in the nuts too much about this. Cause you can't say that shit and win 82 games and, you know, making nothing but excuses enough of that shit. Because let's remember too, it's not just 82 games. It's a team that's a 500 club since mid 2022. So it's a long time running now. It's not a sample. It's a long time. But they are right. Games, it has to be played in the field. And do your talking there. Yeah. This team gets away with a lot because when you break it down into season by season, it doesn't seem as bad as as it's actually been Mm -hmm. for that stretch of time. This team, we've been watching a 500 ball club now, not just for the last season. It's been, it's been more than that. And it's been concerning every, every step of the way. Yeah, ever since they had that historic start in 2022. And then when they cratered, it's been a 500 ball club, just like Pete said. But, you know, does is Aaron Boone feeling the fire under his ass? He's a lame duck manager. Does he know that this could be it for him? I should, I mean, honestly, I'm not going, again, I'm not going into the season looking for this guy to get fired. The last thing I want to see right now, and I'm being dead honest with you, 
I'm not taking back anything that I said about Aaron Boone and not wanting him to be the manager, but the last thing I'm looking for right now is for Aaron Boone to get fired midseason because what does that signify? It means we're fucked. A failure. <clears throat> yeah, we're fucked. And, and and here's my thing is like my biggest concern with Aaron Boone is not just the regression we've seen from when he first got here. It's that I don't know if he has what it takes to win. So if he can prove to me that he can, sign him for as many years as you want at that point. Well, apparently the Yankees didn't believe it either. There's a lot of people in the front office who said they're surprised that he didn't catch on as quick as they expected. And he's still not there, they feel. So there's a lot of people in that. And look, I mean, I'm not saying, I just want to bring this point up. I'm not saying they're bringing Joe Girardi back. I don't think they will would. But it is kind of odd that the last year of, Boom, Joe Girardi appears in You'll the You'll be right yes upstairs. Be right it's kind of weird because, like, hey, get used to Because, look, if I was doing this, I would say, hey, look, man, you know, if I wanted him back, let's just say, and I was in a hiring position, I'd say, hey, look, why don't you come back? You could call the team. You could call some things out that you see, but you get used to the players. You could watch the team play, kind of figure some stuff out, and we'll see what happens at the end of the year. I would 100% be like, yeah, be, to, be on the Yes Network. Why not? Call here. He, Bring the here. Italians back. Here's, back. here's why I don't see that happening. First and foremost is Cashman's ego. We all know Girardi got pushed out because of Cashman, because it was Cashman's time to build his own team from top to top to bottom. Right. But beyond that, I think because of what you saw in Philadelphia, where he got pushed out of their midseason. And they, I became, and they went to a World Series after. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't see the Yankees being like, hey, Boone's no longer it, even though we gave him so many contracts when he didn't deserve it. Let's bring in the guy who we pushed out of here after a game seven of the ALCS and then failed in Philadelphia. Let's bring him back because that but would it be so crazy. I wouldn't it, look. It wouldn't shock so me. Put it that look, way. Nothing would he shock definitely, me. He even said, like he said, he is, you know, there's a lot of friends. In uh, in the front office, and there's a lot of people that like Joe Girardi around baseball. Um, it wouldn't. Sh do I expect it to happen? No, I don't even expect uh, Brad Ausmus. Some people in the chat are going, "Well, Ausmus could step in." I don't think that's going to happen either. Is he the hot one? What? Who's the one my wife is in love with? Kapler, Gabe Kapler. Kapler. Yeah, Gabe Kapler. That's yeah. always the go-to when people say that when it comes to a manager. Yeah, okay, my wife's in okay. love with him. Okay. He gave when he gave. Uh, okay. When he, when he uh, told everybody how he likes to uh, rub his meat, okay? Did he okay. say that? He rubs his meat, okay? Yeah, he he apparently... Uh, He's a meat it, rubber? It, and he, there's like a special oil that he uses. Wow. Get the fuck out of here. Are you kidding me? What, what are you serious? watching? Oh, you never on, heard this? What was this on? No. Uh, Taxi Cab Confessions? I was about no, to say, is this a <laughs> People were talking about it. It was like the fucking manager of a major league ball club is like talking about how he beats it and like what he uses when he beats it. What for the him, hell is going <laughs> on? said maybe he's a butcher. <laughs> <laughs> Good for him, dude. I respect shit like that. I do. Uh, well, he uses like eucalyptus leaves or something. I don't know. He's healthy. He's okay, healthy. He's healthy, he's healthy when yeah. he does it. Okay, everybody does it. It's not, you know. As long as he's not Orga using the eucalyptus brand. You know, okay. as long as he's not doing it on a Zoom call, who cares? You know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Or a minor league stadium parking lot. Okay. 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 Remember uh, that was a funny joke that I okay. made when uh, that 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 trade deadline when they got uh, Reese McGuire and mm -hmm. uh, the Yankees traded for Clayton Beater and I tweeted. The Yankees got uh, Clayton Beater, and the Red Sox got a Beater. <laughs> Someone said uh, Kapler probably 
Kepler probably cranks it, staring at himself in the mirror. <laughs> That's a good one. Fuck you. Good Come one. on, man. Lord Someone else said person. organic, non-GMO. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he's one of those guys too. I want to okay. read some that uh, salmon oil on him. Okay. okay. I want to read some from Dane if I could scroll up to it. Mm -hmm. All right, Mr. Huber. Okay, Mr. Sexy Boy. Right. He's a sexy boy. I gotta sexy see Dane. Boy. I gotta see this guy. He's a handsome son of a bitch. Let me tell All you. All right. So, because uh, Beater's on my radar because uh, we got him for Joey Gallo. Okay, and uh, this is kind of like a make it or break it year for Beater, whether or not he's going to stick around with the organization. So, who would know better than Dane? And I said, he said, uh, I'm lower on Beater than most. Yeah. I don't see him as a starting pitcher because the CU hasn't been good. I don't know what that stands for. Um, change up, change up. Okay, I would have wrote CH, but I'm not a I'm not a guru like Dane. Oh, I. Uh, <laughs> He has three plus pitches in his four seam slider and curve. He doesn't throw the curve much from a pure pitch package standpoint. He's a lot like Rodon, heavily dependent on the four seam 95 to 88, uh, 95 to 98 with a mid 80 slider. Who is this? But this is Clayton Beater. What Clayton the fuck? Beater. Pay attention. Jesus. I because I, I heard Beater. I thought we were talking about he was, fucking... he was thinking about the other guy uh, beating his meat with Sam. Yeah, I thought we were saying Beater <laughs> about him. But he says uh, he needs to throw the third, fourth pitches more. He could be an elite setup closer type, but a lot of people whose opinion I value, meaning Dane, love the kid as a starter. He has solid command. As a bullpen arm, he's a 10. If the changeup command improve half a grade, he's a 2 to 4 type. And Dane said that he's ready now. So wow. I think I think Beater, Beater's one of He's got to be the, Good the guy. He's a guy knocking at the door, right? Anybody goes down. We need that. It's well, got they got be great depth. They do. We have super chat war going on, by the way. Do we Are really? you looking at this? Yeah, David Douglas says beats it while listening to the tale of Swift. Uh, Swift comes back and says, "What's wrong with that? Damn! Wow. <laughs> okay. Okay, we got a little okay, super chat. She's war holding going? up. She's holding up a trophy quicker than we held it up. Okay, so fuck the wow. Yankees because they can't win. All right. You know All what, right. bro? Again, we're going into the season with some positivity, not looking for Aaron Boone to get fired. But when the social media team comes up to you and asks <laughs> you what you have too much knowledge about and you're 50 years old and a grown-ass man, two <laughs> words should not come out of your mouth. Taylor Swift. Is it possible he's trolling me? Is it possible that he's seen you, him like multiple videos? We tag him in everything, him. by the way. So we tag him in everything I've ever said about him. He's seen it, possibly. Yeah. Is it possible that he's trolling me? For sure. Yeah, we might have to duke it out then in spring training. I'll be there. So me and Booney might go uh you gotta you know, seek might him. go at it. You gotta you gotta seek him out. Look. I like him. I'll shake his hand. He's a nice guy. Just, what are you gonna do? Just to get on a back on a serious note real quick. Okay. I'm not gonna be someone who says like I don't wanna see smiling or fun in the dugout. I believe I'll always believe that fun follows winning, not the other way around. You don't have fun and start winning. You start winning and you begin to have fun, right? True. And I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, they shouldn't be fucking smiling. They need to win. But I need to see a different level of seriousness come out of this team from the start. I need, I don't want some fucking post-game press conference where they win some bullshit game and Boone's making jokes and all of this. I want a different level of seriousness from the beginning from this team top to bottom. And I feel like that's kind of what we're getting from these quotes. And that's what I'm going to expect going into it. Like I want that intensity. I want that mentality 
from the first game all the way to the last game and hopefully into the postseason. Is that fair to ask from this team? I think, honestly, uh, you could tell me I'm wrong. I think that this team is feeling the heat right now. But a good in a good way. It's not, maybe Boone feels the pressure of he's in the hot seat, mm. but I think the heat in a I sense hope he of, does. he should, and I he think he'd, he embraces it. Because I think Boone is less of a cuck than we make him out to be. No, he. I don't know about that, but anyway. I don't know, dude. I think this <laughs> comes team across has, pretty cucky. I think Cashman neutered this guy. I do. I don't think that's his natural state. But you're, and, you're so so. Then would you agree with this? Then that is there a time that he does like Tori Lavello did and go? Well, I'm going out of my own shield. Like I'm not listening to this nonsense. Bro, like, didn't we say this the way I have to? But bro, that's kind of what I'm saying and. When I'm talking seriousness from everyone, I need to see a little bit of that at a boon from the beginning. I do. And we could see it. You know, I get people all the time go, how do you know that he's not holding guys accountable? Come on. Well, I mean, I got an easy story for you. If you guys remember the time that he, quote unquote, benched Josh Donaldson. Yeah. And then they talk for 20 minutes and he comes out going, oh, I'll be right back in the lineup. I think he's a yeah. great player. Everything's going right. to be fine. That's not accountability. No. I don't know who Josh Donaldson is. I don't know who Josh Donaldson is. I know why. Should he skunk mullet? Okay. <laughs> so somebody, Jimmy V uh, wants to know if we expect Marcus Stroman to get a spring training start. Uh, I hope so. I would hope he does. If he doesn't, I, I, probably he's probably injured. I mean, <laughs> I hope, dude. Jesus, I don't mean to I, laugh. I don't mean I don't mean to laugh, but you know, yeah, we got hope, four look. voicemails too. By the way, yeah, right, let's well, get to some VMs now. Uh, before we do that, I want to I want to touch on something here because we'll the Yankees did. You, okay, okay, talking about Gabe Kapler now, talking about touching. Okay, and now we got a sixty nine in the chat. Uh, uh, Swift says ninety eight Yankees. We will be the sixty nine Yankees. Says Aaron Boone. Nice. Wow. Okay. Love it. They weren't very good, if I recall correctly. Okay, no, Boone wouldn't know that. Uh, anyway. Uh, so the Yankees just picked up uh, Jordan Groshan. Is that I'm saying that correctly, right? Yep, okay, it. from from Miami uh, on a waiver deal. He was a former first round pick, but what is interesting here is that he's a utility guy. So I think a that squashes Gio Urshela's reunion, right? Would you okay. say that potentially? Yeah, probably. I mean, why would you do this and then bring and then spend money on Gio Rochelle? It just doesn't. What make kind sense of utility guy are we talking about? He Corner plays, infielder. Yeah, in, he plays multiple infield positions. Basically everywhere in the infield. I think the the one he's played least. I want to say first base. No, he's played first base a bit. First, third. He's six. I think he's six foot four. So he's a big guy. Um, yeah, he's played the majority of the infield. There's one position. It might be short or it's either short or second. But we don't need a shortstop. Anthony Volpe's winning the uh, MVP this year. Uh, yeah. 100%. I hope so. I hope you're right. Why would you root against that? Okay. I would never root against it. That anyway. Baseball, huh? But again, it just boggles my mind about why the Yankees are interested in other utility guys, why they're bringing in other utility guys when Oswald fucking Peraza still mans a 40-man roster spot on his ball club. Mm. Why do they hate yeah. him so much? Yeah, it, and it just goes back to, like, everyone talking about Spencer Jones and they shouldn't have given up Spencer Jones and all of this. Not only have we seen guys not be nurtured properly and come up and be a shell of what we expected, mm. but we've also seen the Yankees turn on guys so quickly. Oh. I mean, if you want to get real for a second. Not fake, real. 
Okay. When we first saw Peraza compared to Volpe, at least when Peraza got consistent at bats and was hitting the ball, if they told you that Volpe wasn't coming up when he did and they were going with Peraza, would you have been upset? I thought he was going to win the job out of spring training. I think yes. everybody, yeah. I, I, even when he was struggling, right. spring, I'm like, well, he's still going to win the job. They're going to send him to AAA. Yeah. And that's my point. We're talking about a guy who we would have, and they passed on so many shortstops, we would have been okay with this. And we're talking about a guy who's been, he's gotten the fucking treatment now. He's gotten the Cashman treatment. Yeah. Where yeah, they hate know, him. You know, I said I didn't want to be negative, but it just ha- you just have to wonder, like, why... What do they see? What is it that de- bothers them about Oswald Peraza that he's not going to be a guy on the bench this year? It just doesn't look like he's going to make the team out of spring training. And then at that point, I mean, have you completely ruined whatever you could have gotten out of him? If he's if he's going to, uh, it's two years in a row now. He's going to start when he should probably be in the yeah. major leagues. That he's yeah, going to be ridiculous. And the he's, other, go ahead. I was just going to say he's going to be the guy who falls into the category of. Well, we don't want to waste him away sitting on the bench. He needs to get his reps. That he'll he's going to be, be starting that guy. at. He'll probably be starting in Triple A shortstop. Exactly, that, that's likely where he's going to be. He's going to be that guy. But can't you see a scenario where he plays at least three times a week? With yes. the easy, yeah. Because yes. and I, and it's the same thing that I was talking about with Gio when I was talking about bringing Gio here. And the reason was I continued to say it. I said because I don't believe the Yankees have faith in Peraza. So what you would then be able to do is. You could platoon at third. You could platoon at first base. And I'm not, I don't mean that natural platoon. I mean, you can move guys around to give them off days, DH days. Stanton's not going to DH every single day. DJ LeMayu, by the way, should not be playing the field every day uh, at, this, at this point in his career. So you do need somebody that could potentially get starts. And you're right. You could probably get him in there quite a bit. And the other thing that I don't want to be negative about, but we have to be negative about, is fucking Scott F. Ross. Is that he just had Tommy John surgery, and now he had this he had this mystery back surgery in December, and he's not going to be ready till this till the summer. Yeah, yeah, I'm that's... not as concerned about that. It, I, it does it pisses me off a little a bit. It's a pattern of be, it's a pattern of behavior with this organization. True. Uh, Let's just... I'm, I'm looking at it in the form of the bullpen. I obviously think he has a role in it. But the, the scariest thing about the Yankees bullpen is, are any of these guys really going to maintain health for the whole year? What What is John LaWise? Is he ever going to stay healthy again? Or is I this know, a guy I that immediately is going to be out? I know our newest team member, Johnny Lasagna, is, is that's his guy. But his I, guy. Have, I have absolutely zero faith in Jonathan LaWise. Which sucks, I, I dude. Which sucks. Either. Because if he could stay healthy and consistent, awesome. he is fucking dominant. He could you want to know? He could potentially you, I was just yes. going to say that. If... You know how I have my reservations. I think we all do about Clay Holmes as the closer. Would you, if you knew that you were getting a hundred percent healthy season from Jonathan Wisecutt, and he was the closer, would you feel the same way I'd about be this team? Fucking Jack. If I, if, if, if look, if if is a guy that comes out, let's say through April, by the end of April, he has a you know a one ERA, multiple innings thrown. You got to start seriously sitting there going, hey, this guy could immediately. Take yeah. that role. If if there's a couple a week or so of struggling, if Holmes yeah. isn't the guy, he could jump right in there. Easy. Yeah, but is he pitching in August? It. Is he pitching in That's August? That's the concern. Who the hell is he pitching in April? Well, there I mean, you go. <laughs> well, is, is Rodon? Is Stroman? I tell you, the, guy, the guys, the guy to look at in the Yankees bullpen is Yerry De Los Santos, the guy they got from Pittsburgh. Yeah, that's a guy to keep I, an eye on. Yeah, I like him. Sinker. Very good slider, and again, that's Ground one ball thing guy. that you got to give. Exactly, Blake got to get credit for something. 
and he seemed to make whatever the hell they're doing, whether it's pitch sequence or whatever it is, done a very good job with some of these guys. So yeah, I, I think that kid could be special. Do you know who I think can be a real wild card for this bullpen? Is Luis Heal. Yeah, real no wild question. Card. Yeah. No doubt about it. It's filthy. Uh, Pete, you want to get to the super chats because I have a. I just want to ask something, and I yes, we got a couple, a couple of super minutes. chats. Okay. Uh, let's see, Li Yankee King. Oh God! Oh, so get him out! Boy, get him Here we out. go. This is not that bad. This is okay. a fair one. It's a good Clark one. Clark Schmidt one. is going to be the breakout SP. That's a fair. Who is? That, that's Clark Schmidt. That's okay. Outside of Cole, never know. If, never hey, know, Clark dude. Clark Schmidt has a big year. I'll give Why Li that, that dude. Because I mean, you can't say that he's the not. least. It's the least fucking extreme thing he's ever said. And apparently, he's been busting his ass so maybe he wow. does have a good year our brother Rod Thompson Rah. says here's something to consider what if Volpe hits 150 in spring training at Peraza bats 370 if you're the Yankees what do you do Volpe's playing no, Volpe's yeah, your shortstop, Volpe's no your shortstop. it's not a question but unless he's hitting 150 in May, end of May yes yeah. to Ra's <laughs> point I don't think he's the shortstop so much so that if you're through May even give him through June and Thank he's you, yeah. struggling and he's below the Mendoza line you might really have to look at that and say, what do we do here? You know, I don't think they would. I, I don't think saying they, that. I don't even think they would. But they might have to. But if he's saying 205 at the All-Star break, I don't think he comes back as a shortstop. That's it's possible. No, yeah, a good, possible. healthy running team should at least look at They're it. giving him the first half of the season. I don't think we're going to have to worry about Volpe. I think he's going to be one of our least. Yeah, because he's winning the fucking MVP this year. All right, so, yeah, look, dude. Stop it. Okay. Just, I'm just fine with that. please. If you if you or your father's listening, and your father's a fan of the channel, if you're listening. Hit 240, man. Give me yeah, 240. Yeah, give me 240. Even, give me another gold glove year. Plus. Can yeah, I get a Can I get a 25 30 year? 25, 25 30. Wow. Come on, do it. And 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 please start stealing on the first damn pitch. Stop doing the jumping yeah, shit. Stop. But you, got you were so aggressive go. in the beginning, and then you just fell off. Give and me. And if Loon tells you no, tell him to go fuck himself. Fuck himself. Yeah. Fuck you. You you bastard. Fuck you, Skip. You're not even here next year if we don't win. That's right. Well, I'm trying to save they, your job, bitch. What if they do win? And then we have at least three more years of Boone's umbrella. I just said this, bro. I just said this. As long as he proves to me I'll he can win. I'll sit there for the conference when he Sign him back. for another five. I don't care. But what Ten. if he, but what if he, uh, he, he does... Um, you know, like Taylor Swift karaoke night at Yankee Stadium? I'll fucking join, I'll join him, him, dude. I'll, <laughs> I'll fucking do at him. I don't I give a shit. I swear to God, I'll, if they, I'm I'll not fucking, joking. I'll, harm, the, I'll harmonize could, with them. You could say it right now. If if Aaron Boone wins a World Series with the Yankees, I'll do a live stream singing a Taylor Swift song. I'm not even kidding. Oh, I've, I've never wow. rooted for the Yankees to win harder in my I'm life. I'm not even that. joking. I will do For the Yankees to win, I'll be more than happy to do it. I'll learn the whole damn song. I don't care. Yeah. How about in, doing, you got to do a live stream of the entire album. Yeah, oh, shit. no, it should be from top to bottom. Twenty four hours, you the sing dis- every the discog- yeah, her entire SGR, SGR will join you. He'll, he'll. You got to do Taylor for it. a few. You got to do her entire discography if they win the World Series. Wow, that's great. I can't do that. A Come on, dude, I'll sing some with much. you. You know how long that is. Come and on. here's here's my good way out of this. That'll be copywritten on YouTube. I can't. Yeah, do Taylor's version won't be that. All right, so here's here's my quick question. Peraza, again, okay. we're gonna we're let's assume the Yankees are a health healthy normal running organization. What would your common sense answer be as to why they're treating him the way they are? He pulled it out in front of Cashman's wife. Okay, that's <laughs> definitely one. Let's talk more realistically. I, I think the I think the problem is they they've just 
Anthony Volpe as though any other organization, Peraza would have got the chance to start. I Which, just think the I just think the fine, Yankees, but I'm talking. It's, it's, why isn't he going to be the utility? But I'm guy? not even why? mad about that because the Yankees pinpointed and earmarked Volpe as the golden child, and that's fine. You know what? Let let him prove it. If he doesn't, he doesn't. Okay, I'm okay. Let's put that aside. Chris, to Chris's point, why is DJ LeMayu automatically the third baseman? Why are we looking to bring in other utility guys? This guy can easily play three or four times a week. I don't think they value. So him. so realistically, I mean, but. Okay, so that's the realistic of of what we then know why, is, is the is real reason. Here? Why is he here? To right. Him? So okay, so that's my point is if we're talking about a healthy running organization, mm. you would at least assume they don't want to overexpose him in inconsistent at bats because they have a plan for him to be traded for a big piece, no? And I want to jump to that conclusion. I want to say Peraza could be used as a guy who teams have seen enough of that he has the talent when he gets consistent at bats. But how many other guys have we said that about with the Yankees? And then they just fall by the wayside and and then they get DFA'd. You know you're not going to get hurt with his glove. So, I mean, absolutely not. But even when we saw consistent at bats, dude, he's a major league hitter. You can't he can go be a major based, league hitter. You really can't go based on anything that he did at the plate last year because it's just not, not fair. last year, the year it's, before. It's really it's not fair to judge him based on oh play here, sit for ten days, play here, sit for twelve more days. Oh, he hit one ninety one. Well, you'd hit fucking one ninety one too if you were uh, up and down, up and down like a friggin' yo yo like they did to him last year. But wouldn't you think that the Yank like if we were going to be optimistic about how they're treating him, wouldn't our our minds want to go to, okay, they don't want to expose him as a guy who's playing every third day. They'd rather just hold off on that and be like, look at what he did when he had consistent at-bats. Maybe they're going to use this guy for... Is he the second baseman next year, or the Yankees going to bring in another second baseman? Well, dude, let me tell you something. If he's going to be the second baseman next year, you better have him up here as the utility guy and find him at-bats. Well, uh, Alex Bregman's going to be the third baseman, okay? That'd be nice. I heard he has a little wee wee. Okay, right. little wee wee Bregman at third. Okay, all right. We call him Pee Wee. All right. Well, they do. David Douglas with the super chat. I like this one. He says, "Calling it now, Austin Wells, rookie of the year." That's a wild take, but I'll take it all day. I that heard he acknowledges awesome. his tribal chief. Okay, he does. Okay, Crackle Nut says, "Oh, that's if a good Dominguez one." hits the ball off the cover. Uh, should we extend him so we don't run into the judge situation? We need Chris in the dugout uh, to just stare at Aaron Boone the whole season. Great show, fellas! Wow, I have a lot of supporters this show. It's like a, it's like I did a three. It's like I did a fucking one eighty. They want you to stare lovingly into Aaron Boone's eyes. Wow. Okay. I'll I'll do that. What are you gonna see off? What are you gonna see from Dominguez this year that's gonna make you say we have to extend him? He's only gonna play half a season. Uh, let me tell you something, dude. If he does a fraction of what he was doing in the small amount of time he was here, um, I mean, he's he's got to be in your future talks. And by the way, too, I, I saw somebody in here talk about the Fangraphs ranking that just came out. Fangraphs is the friggin' worst. Yeah, worst. They're, the, they're the worst. They're the worst of all. They got Spencer Jones 15. They got Wells pretty high, and they got mid-pack Jason Dominguez. Jason Dominguez is the Yankees' number one prospect. It's not even close. 
I don't give who do a they shit have about. as their first prospect? They I don't know who they're overall, but it's top it's, 100. I'm talking it's, about it's they're Jones, top 100 right? Prospects. The they got Jones number one. Um, I don't know if they got a pitcher above. No, they don't. It'll it's, be Jones, Wells, Dominguez, Dominguez yeah. which is stupid as shit. Uh, J- Jason Dominguez is the Yankees' number one prospect, and yeah. it's not even close. It's it's not even close. Uh, you know, um, Spencer Jones got a great ceiling, but there's no friggin' way in hell that Spencer Jones should be ahead, and and not even Wells, not even close, should be ahead of Jason Dominguez. It, that's absolutely batshit crazy. Okay, so uh, let's see. Let's see if we have any batshit crazy voicemails. Let's see how well, wild. We got DJ Steele's leading it all, so okay. pretty wild immediately. Here, Here we, we go. go. Yeah. What up, fellas? Featuring Simonetti. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? And it's the one and only friendly neighborhood DJ Steele calling in again. Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? How you doing? How um, you doing? got a couple questions for you. Uh. So, who do you guys see uh, signing first with a team before, let's say, the end of February? Uh, Montgomery or Snell when it comes to pitching? Like Montgomery or Snell? For me, I feel like they have to sign this month because batters, uh, the difference between batters and pitchers signing late, let's say batters, they can, you know, they have a machine that they can – hit off of and they wouldn't lose their mojo when it comes to pitchers on the other hand they can't lose that mojo they gotta sign as fast as they can because they want to face off against live hitters experienced live hitters not no high school you know 17 year old um yeah other than that man i heard uh christian is gonna go streaking on the home opener versus the blue the blue jay okay okay that's the case man hit me up so i can record it all right. Oh. And uh, before All I right. go, man, I got a little joke for you guys. Of course. Uh, where does a snowman like to do their online shopping? On the winternet. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. okay. A little dad joke. A little dad joke there. Huh? He has a book. He has a book that he Listen, reads. He has a book. If I, if, jokes, I, okay? if I had to pick one, it'll be Snell. But more importantly, it's 2024. I promise you, man. I promise you. You can ask any major league pitcher. Who's worth anything? They have the resources to have the exact same, at least at this point. Maybe you're talking about when the games actually begin. Fine. I'll give it to you. But as of this point and through the beginning of spring training games, they have the resources to replicate whatever they'd be doing. They need to be in camp, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, listen, I'm not, not disregarding that. I don't know what either one of those guys' market is because apparently still the Yankees are the only ones to offer uh, Blake Snell a contract. And Chris mm-hmm. Young, the general manager of the Rangers, said yesterday, don't expect any additions, which I had... That's wild. I had heard weeks ago coming out of Texas that they were not going to add any big-name players, that they knew that they had Scherzer and DeGrom coming back later in the season, and they were looking to fill innings from within their organization, see what DeGrom and Scherzer had, and then make a deal at the deadline. So that just backs up what Chris Young said yesterday. So what is Monty's market? The Mets? I don't know. I'll tell you what. I they, they were talking about opposed. Philly also. They were talking about Philly for Monty potentially. I think he would fill he's a great. He, he's a great fit in Philly. Yeah, but he wants more than Nola guy. They're going to pay him more than what Nola yeah. got. But are these guys going to get that? I asked the chat the. I asked the chat the other day. Slim Lewis. I'm going to get to your super chat, but I asked the chat the other day. I said, look, who the who the hell really thinks that 
Blake Snell at this moment is going to get over $200 million. I mean, who are you going against to give him that? At some point, he's going to have to accept something. Is it just Blake's, doesn't make sense. Honestly, to put, let's take this off right now, okay? Take the Yankee cap off. Yeah, I'm bald, okay? Go fuck yourself. Uh, so bald. Okay. Is he going to fall into the Yankees' laps? Is Blake Snell going to fall into Both, the Yankees' either, laps? Either one of them could. I mean, to Brian Cashman's credit, I know he always says this, so I don't want to act like it's a big fucking story. He said today, pencils are not down. That's he what did. That's his quote was. And he also said, agents have our number. They know who to call. So I, I'm just saying, look, Andy Martino, a little bit of a cuck, okay? But it's anyway, cut. he did say this too, and he's right. He's been pretty plugged into this team. This he year. really he has. Been very much. He is right what he said. And I, I've been... Okay, I had it first. I've been calling okay. this for a long time since the end of last year. Two starting pitchers is what the Yankees need. And by everything we know, that is what they wanted. They didn't get it. They said yeah. they wanted because Andy Martino said they're not happy with what they've done in the rotation. They want more. Yeah. And what do we know? I always go back to this. What do we know? Then we why know didn't you they, trade Spencer Jones, you dickhead? You dumb asshole. We, we know that they've wanted they wanted Snell enough that they'd offer him 150 plus million. So we Apparently know he it was the even guy. more than that. They're saying he was more than what they more gave Rodon. Rodon right? Yeah. Well, there you go. I mean, so, so come on. So fuck From him. what we know, they could very well add one of these guys because here's where what are they happened. Going? Here's what happened with Snell. They rejected the offer because they thought there was going to be a huge Snell market, and now there's huge, not. Okay. And you know what? The power goes back to the Yankees. And and. If Cashman wants to prove to me that he's still got a little bit left in the tank, he's got a little juice. Make this leverage work to your to your liking here. Yep. You have all the power in the world. No one else is jumping out. There's no market for Snell anymore. It looks like you've been the only team to offer him something. You gave him a great contract. He denied it. So now make him lick your taint and give him something that you think he deserves and make him say yes. Okay. You got to decide, too. Like, let's say, for an example, the only team out there is dangling this contract over your head is the fucking Angels. You're 32 right. years old. Exactly, you just want to go dude. to a rebuilding club to finish your career? Hell no. Yep. Come on now. Slim Lewis says, I will always root for the Yankees, but I ain't drinking the Kool-Aid unless we improve the pitching staff. I think Cashman is Drink bullshitting. It. Drink it. Okay. What, what's your favorite color? Blue? Drink the blue Kool-Aid? Okay. All right, Chris. He's a fan of you. Okay. Okay. Big All fan right. of Chris. Okay. What else, what else wow. have we got? We got some more uh, voicemails. We want to get to those. Yeah, come our on. Good, let's go, our good baby. friend, Fast Eddie. Here we go, Fast Ooh, Eddie. Okay. Yep, what's going on, fellas? Fast Eddie here. Uh, quick question. Pete, I know you're there, too. I'm just wondering, now that uh, Kluber is a special advisor, as they're calling it, um, I mean, if he stays healthy, if he's thrown with everybody during camp, is there any no. chance you put him on the 40-man? I mean, let me tell you, you know, if someone gets hurt or something, I, I can't see how it's out of the realm of possibility. I'll tell you. I mean, uh, I just want to get your opinion on that. Any chance Kluber gets something. put on the 40. Let I don't know. Let me know. Thanks. Eddie. Good show. I'm listening now. Take care. Let Bye. me tell you something fast, Eddie. If no. that fucking happens, I'm done. I will I'm take done. every fucking television I have and fucking destroy it just so I, I can't do, watch. I will grab this desk right here. I will get a ladder. And I will do a full swanton bomb right through yeah. it if yeah. that's the case. I I don't mind them hiring him as a special advisor, but as a pitcher, no, it's it's done. 
It's over. And by the way, shit is going really fucking wrong. If you see something, Uber on the map, something, catas- like, something catastrophic has happened. Yeah, like 100%. yeah, like who died? Okay. Now, fast Eddie, if you're asking, do I see it out of the, uh, the realm of possibility that the Yankees would do something like that? Yes, I have to go. With, yes, <laughs> is that your yes. line? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Fine. hundred percent. Fine. Fine. Uh, Joe King. Man says, let me read this. Okay. Eric Kratz thinks Wells will start in AAA because the Yankee because NYY has offense and needs defense. That's the dumbest fucking take I've ever heard in my life. If Eric Kratz said that, then I, he has an undiagnosed yeah. concussion. Yeah, I'll, I'll be honest. Yeah. That's one of the I love Kratz, things I've but... ever heard in my life. No, it's it's just it's just it's just dumb as fuck. But unfortunately, you know what? It, it's kind of potentially a Yankee thing to do, but if they've turned a needle or turned a page, so to say, the corner on the way to handling prospects. You can't send that guy to AAA. You gotta make a freaking money, dude. So you what you gonna do? Look, fuck Ben Warfett, bro. Come on, he's gonna yeah, be your you hated his guts for how yeah, many there's, months? There's no way in hell. There's no way you could. You know, this is the. This is. I mean, these guys played ball. Like, I don't understand how you can't understand this. Do you? This is what has been wrong with the Yankees for so many years now. Is that they'll say, "Oh yeah, we got the young guy," but you know what? To start the year, let's let him get at bat and let's go with Ben Rordvet and Jose Trevino, who, by the way, is a backup catcher. They're both backup catchers. They're both backup catchers. What the hell are we doing here? Yeah, come on. Derek Cole only gets one guy he's in love with, okay? So pick him and let's fucking move on. Yeah. And since Trevino's right-handed, that's the guy. Austin Wells is the other catcher. I don't want to have a debate over this. Yeah, that's absolutely ridiculous. Okay, so hold on a second. Wait, let me. I just got to get it because this is it's nuts. We got Soto. So that means we could just focus on defense. Forget about no. the other offensive potential guy. Is what, we don't need him because we got other offense. That's wait a second. Get what, out of here. Again, I'm not a prospect guru, okay? So correct me if I'm wrong. What I only know Austin Wells from what I saw him at the major league level last year. I didn't see anything that worried me. Not a, and let me ask you guys this. Did you guys ever notice his defense? No, that's what I'm saying. Was there ever a time you watched him? Oh, man, this guy sucks, Bonnie. He was actually way better than what people said. It doesn't matter, dude. Wells the Yankees been... won three fucking World Series with George Posada as the catcher, okay? He's he never going to confuse anybody with Johnny Bench. And it doesn't matter, dude. We had a year where... Four, I'm sorry. Right, he, 98, 99, 2000, 2009, okay? Four. Okay. Four World... What... He was a four-time champion, and he couldn't catch a fucking cold. Tell me this. He, he was the catcher on those teams. Tell me this. What was the, the excitement? What was the excitement last year? Of this whole season, what was wh- when was the only time you were truly excited? The six and a half when, hours that Jason Dominguez was on this team. R- yep. Well, when they called the all those guys up, up yeah. right? That's right. You, this kid did enough now where you're just like, okay, it's not like we have fucking uh, Pudge Rodriguez behind the plate, right? We're at a point now where this kid's what? What'd you say, Pete? Our number two prospect? Uh, on Fangraphs, yeah. But even Dude. we, he's put it this way: he's top. Top eight everywhere so on anybody. If he's top eight on anybody, unless you have a Hall of Fame fucking catcher behind home plate, he better be in the major leagues at this point. Do people like, just also forget that Trevino was gassed as shit the gassed. first year he ever and tried to be a regular catcher? I love, I love Trevino. But to sit there and go, well, you know, this right. other guy, we got offense already, right. so we're going to send him to AAA. That would no. be, can you imagine being that kid? I'd be like, so why am I here for? No. <laughs> like, no, it doesn't happen. So he was gassed why? in 20, he, he, he was clearly gassed in 2022. We all saw it. 
and didn't play last year. So and how he's you a calf strain now, by the way. Yeah, and how? So how you get 110 games out of him this season? He's fucking juiced up. Get him out of here. All right, okay. let's go. He's taking All right. juice. More, All right. more, okay. more voicemails. Okay. All right, let's two see more. what this one is. We got two more. Here we go. Hey, guys. Kyle Malay here. Did you know that Aaron Boone knows too much about Taylor Swift? Yeah, we talked about it I just saw already, that pal. tweet earlier. <laughs> yeah. I can't yeah. believe we said that. But anyways, um, have you heard anything more about, like, Montgomery or Snell? Like, it's spring, it's spring training pitchers and catchers, like, I would think they would want to sign instead of waiting until the middle of spring. But just oh, wondering what you um, have heard and what you think. Um, all right, have a good night. Uh, go Yankees. That's well, Scott Boris for you. Since he doesn't know that we just talked about this, obviously it's a voicemail. Let, let me just ask you guys real quick, quick hitter. Who would you rather have at this point? Given, given to consideration, take into consideration the contracts and the years. This and is a one-year because we might be looking at a one-year window. I want Blake Snell. Okay, I think the Fair. upside is the upside is higher than Jordan Montgomery. Even Absolutely. though I think I agree. Okay, who? How about you, Pete? Repeat it again. Sorry, Snell, Snell or Jordan on a one-year like we need this oh, win Snell. this year. Yeah, Snell, I agree. you got you got to. I go think with it's the a no-brainer. Yeah, you got long long term. I love Jordan Montgomery as a as a guy who gives stability to this team. But you need a you need a guy to really. If if Soto was on a ten year deal, I would probably have a different answer. Yeah, that might be a great point. All right, let's get to that. let's do that last one here. Okay. Uh, no, we don't have any more. I'm wrong. My bad. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh boy. Okay. Updated nothing. Let me refresh one more time and double check wow. and see. Nope, that's it. Okay. All right, before we close out here. Okay. Okay. Um, is there something specific that you guys are looking at in camp right now? A position battle, how a certain player performs. Is there one thing specifically that you have your eyes on? Does this tell me if this counts as an answer? And it wasn't my answer until this episode, and that's why I love doing this show. Is okay. you get it? You get a different feel when you start to talk with the fellas. Can I say mentality? Can I say that the mentality of what I've heard coming out of this clubhouse has hit me so hard this episode that that is all I'm looking at from now till the end of the season? Or do you want a specific answer? I was thinking, I mean, that's that's a interesting take, but I was thinking more like on the field, guys. Then, that are- okay, so then, so then what I'll tell you is what I'm looking at not Stroman. I need to see, and I don't care about spring training, but I do in certain senses. We, what did we say last year, Christian? Spring training matters sometimes for some people. And I think spring training matters a whole lot mm-hmm. to Carlos Rodon this year. Absolutely. And I, I need to see, I don't look, Rodon's still enough of a veteran where I know he's going to be working on things and I'm not going to hold him hostage to, you know, getting hit around once in a while, but I need to see him look sh- crisp and sharp. You're going to pay and attention to his starts a lot more than you. 100%. Dinner. So yeah. for me, it's Carlos Rodon. He needs yep. to look crisp. I need to see that fastball up there in velocity. It doesn't need to be hit in 97, but I need to see him at 95 pretty consistently. I need to see his stuff have some good movement, and I need to see him have control throughout, the, throughout spring training, and I will feel fucking fantastic. Okay, Pete. Yeah, man. For me, I think you know. Come on, Rodon is such a uh, such an uh, easy answer right there. He he's 
definitely the guy, um, especially with those starts. I want to see how he looks in actual starts. Uh, that's a big one. The majority of the rotation. And then, you know, some of those, the, the younger kids. I do want to see what Spencer Jones does. I want to see what Ben Rice does. A guy that could potentially be playing first base if something happens with Anthony Rizzo. He's a guy to pay pay a lot of attention to. And then a lot of those other arms. What is what is Luis Hill looking like? You know, is he? let's see how to utilize him. Are they going to make him start in spring or are they going to try him out of the bullpen? Um, he got swing and miss stuff. Dane mentioned Clayton Beater being another guy. And then the other one, too, is Will Warren. These are guys that could really impact the club this year. So Pete, those are the ones. You, that, and did Volpe change his swing any, any uh, yeah. a bit? Let's see if that's To your too. point real quick, Pete, I think if you want to go easy answer, Rodon, if you want to go outside the box here and say heel being another guy you really want to keep an eye on, because like Christian said earlier, he can be a big piece out of this bullpen. No doubt. Uh, maybe that's your your dark horse there. Yeah, no doubt about it. Yeah, I guess the the uh, basic bitch answer, okay, is Carlos, okay. the is Taylor Carlos, Swift answer, okay, is is Carlos Rodon. I mean, you're gonna pay every time Carlos Rodon takes the ball this spring. You're gonna have a little bit of a heightened attention on that because take the big three out, Cole, Judge. Uh, and Soto. Those are the big three, right? Take those guys out. Carlos Rodon is as important to this team as anybody. 100%. So for him to have a strong spring is very important to the, to the success of this team. And again, if he goes out there and people are going to be like, oh, you gave him six runs and two innings. Well, mm. where, was, where was his location? Does he look healthy? And is he throwing hard? If he's doing all three of those things, the results don't matter. But he needs... You're going to be right. looking to make sure that he's ready to take the ball on what is it, March 31st? I guess March 28th. Oh. oh, well, he would be the the 31st, yeah, or the 30th. The 28th right. is opening day. Opening day is the 28th. Yeah. Yeah, so March 28th, opening day. Yeah. All right, so, so the he'd 29th. be the 30th. No, it would be the 29th because they're don't they 20th. have a day off? There's no day off because they're in Houston. Oh, so okay. Yeah, they they start oh, off that's four nice. against Houston. That's going to be fun. So let me just go. Uh, above and beyond with that. It's also important because Rodon didn't have a spring training last year. And True. we saw how that affected him and how a lot of these veteran guys, like, again, it doesn't matter the results as much as it does. You can see when you know baseball, you've been watching long enough or if you've, or you've played, you know the difference between looking at results and looking at what the stuff is like. And I want to see Rodon come out and have something to prove just in spring training alone because he's going to feel that. He's enough of a competitor to feel that way. So oh, yeah. for me, it's like he didn't have a spring training last year. So it's even more important that I see him utilize this now. And I want to see what kind of guy he can be through spring training and then coming into when it matters. I guess the other things are, I think there's no starting battles right everybody you would say is pretty much locked in except for who's who would get the primary amount of games behind the plate but i guess it would i would um, just say this I, I think for the rotation it would be very interesting if let's just say clark schmidt or nestor cortez really struggles and a guy like will Peter Warren just Warren, dominates yeah that would be well i'll tell you what they sign uh montgomery or snell which i don't think Montgomery's likely <laughs> I think Snell is more likely, but you you will have a a battle between Nestor and Schmidt. Maybe you know what? Not, I would maybe not to start the season, but 
you'll want to see them go neck and neck and and figure out who you're who you're sliding in there. Eventually. I'll go one. I'll go one further, dude. Oh if shit! They, if they sign Snell, I throw Nestor, Schmidt, Beater, and Warren in a fucking steel cage wow. and let them battle it out. Yeah, whoever fuck comes it. out with that. is is the fifth starter. Fuck and it, also, yeah. too, the other thing is, it's not hard. Teams are going to need starting pitching in spring. As spring goes on, so let's just say for an example, you go, hey, man, this guy hasn't looked good. Maybe a team out there offers a nice package. Let's say a nice package. Good okay. package, big package, let, large say, package. Let's, let's say if Nestor really doesn't perform well and the team is willing to bite on him, maybe you just say, hey, take the salary and see yeah. you later. On, on take to a the little next, nibble. Take on a to the next nibble. one. Okay. Because I'll tell you this right now. Because I, this is the last point I want to make here. Do the Yankees need Nestor Cortez to win a World Series? No. It'd be nice. No, yeah, I would say I would say no. The Yankees need that top three to be solid. And if if you found out today, like we signed off, you found out he's done for the year. I'm not wishing this upon him, but he has an Tommy John surgery. Does that change your expectations no. for this team? No, no but does nothing. He, he's gonna only thing he's gonna do for me this year is surprise me. He can't upset me because I'm not expecting much. No, but here's I'll contradict that with one thing. If you can also tell me. So that wouldn't surprise me, that scenario. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't say they don't have a chance. But mm. if you also wrote down and had a look into the future and said, he's the same guy he was a couple years ago, but didn't fade out in the postseason, mm. I'd be way more optimistic about the chances this team has as of well. Course. Of course. Because he was that good. Yeah, of course. The problem is he faded out. So without him, what's do I more think they likely? Still- What's more likely? He becomes that guy again, or he's he's a, the a, you know, a four ERA guy? The latter. Mid four. Unfortunately, the latter. Stinks. Yeah. Okay. So, but but I mean, he's that much of a swing guy at this point. Yeah. Can he can he be the guy he was two years ago? Not run out of gas? Highly doubtful, especially because he didn't even pitch last year. Really. Well, here's here's the solution to that problem. Go get Blake Snell. I was just gonna say Blake Snell. Blake Snell, man, that's it. So okay. the. It's, Think it's more possible than people think. I think it's gonna happen. Okay, you guys are all jumping on my bandwagon here. Okay. okay. To be fair, too, I, I'll throw this one out there because Andy Martino, when he, when he talked about the Yankees Fuck. still wanting pitching, somebody did write, "Do not reply if it's gonna be Blake Snell," and he was like, "Reply." Okay. So we'll see what happens. All right. We'll see what happens, but the Yankees are in camp. We're seeing glorious. <laughs> Photos and pictures. We just had a massive glory snowstorm in, uh, in New Jersey on, on Tuesday, and then Wednesday we kind of the seasonal depression kind of went a little bit away as we saw Garrett Cole walk in and Marcus Stroman, and then we saw Garrett Cole throw a bullpen today. Mm. My boy is fucking locked in, and it's February fifteenth. Yeah. I can't. I can't wait to see him defend this uh, young this year. Hell yeah! Okay, and I know. I think it was Johnny Lasagna said in our chat that uh, bearded Cole would be like. Uh, a 4,000 strikeout in a season guy or whatever outrageous thing that he said, but I don't know. Dad haircut Garrett Cole. Listen, dude, here's just one quick thing to think about. Garrett Cole has always been the guy going out there to prove he's the best pitcher in the league. What does Garrett Cole look like when he knows he's the best pitcher in the league? Right? So Garrett Cole, I think is so deadly this year because he has something to defend. And yeah. he, he wants to add to that with a World Series. And I think, and I love what he's saying right now, and I think that he knows that 
this is his time to prove that yep. he is the best pitcher in baseball and he wants to be on the mound and deep into October. Absolutely. Oh, we didn't cover this too. Just to throw this out there real quick, as we always have issues, the Baltimore Orioles, uh, Bradish has a UCL Ooh, problem. He could be out. For, yeah, that could Gunner, be potentially Tom and Gunner John. Henderson's hurt. Gunnar Henderson's hurt, but the Orioles have resources and it's being reported that they're hard, they're trying to go hard after Jesus Lazardo. And so, uh, they're trying to make a deal. Rara just had a brain aneurysm in the chat. They said, uh, Gary Cole. Gary, wins another, okay. Wins okay, another, Gary Cole, okay. Wins another side young this year. Hey, yeah. this guy's doing something right. Gary Hey-o. Cole. Okay. Gary Cole. okay. All right. So gonna Gary do- Sanchez coming back. All right, him and Cole, they're going to yeah. get a couple of side pieces this okay. year. Okay. Well, if you're going to do something, we'd love it if you uh, went and hit the like button if you're still in the chat and subscribe to NYY Underground. And we'd also love it if you're listening on Apple Podcasts and Spotify to leave a five-star rating and review. It's going to be a big fucking season here on the NYYST podcast and on NYY Underground. So make sure you tell everybody to listen and watch this channel and don't miss anything because I'm I'm not just saying this because we're this is our home and this is where we're at. You're not going to get it. You're not going to get the no. coverage of this team anywhere else. I don't no. name just those names running through your brain right now. No, dog, it's we here. It, on, we give it to NY. you raw, okay? Yeah, yeah. Okay, raw. Okay. On NY. And by the way, 420, 420, Yankee Stadium, get your tickets. We got 30 left. No, okay. I'm wrong. We have 29 left. Okay. 29 tickets okay. left. Get your tickets. Okay, get your tickets. We want to okay. see you out there in the Audi Club for a rescheduled Aaron Judge Bobblehead Day. Okay, so uh, we want to see you out there as well. So uh, camp is here, fellas, and uh, next week uh, – this is what they call a tease in the business. We will be joined by an old friend, an oh. old, an old alcoholic, old and drunk. Okay, I'm gonna have an old drunk friend. Okay. So if you're a longtime listener of the NYYSD podcast, you know the old drunk who he is, and uh, he'll be back. He's gonna be nice and early this year. I couldn't. I can't wait to the end of March this year. I got to do old it. Fred. Good old Fred. There's something wrong with you. You know, I gotta watch that movie Drop Dead Fred again. It's been a long time. I gotta watch that movie. I never saw Drop it. Dead Fred. Good fuck. When you do a fucking tease, you don't say the name out loud. They know Fred. Everyone ah, knows they Fred. know Fred it by now. Come on. They're looking more, forward for it. It's more fun this way, okay? Okay. Yeah, All right. People are still like, who's Fred? That old fuck, okay? They think we're gonna have some old fucking drunk on the show. Maybe we will. Maybe I'll Maybe find we will. Maybe okay. we will. There's a homeless right. guy that hangs out on four corners. Maybe I'll uh, find Fred. Okay. Freddy Krueger, okay? Okay. All right, so uh, we want to thank everybody for the continued support of Taylor Swift and NYY Underground. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> God Almighty! You know what? That's Aaron Boone's girl. That's good. That's good enough for me. Fuck it, dude. Oh, fuck it. All right. Thank everybody for uh, their continued support of NYY Underground <laughs> and the NYYST podcast. We want to thank everybody for listening and watching uh, episode three sixty eight. Heat. See you later, Chris. Say goodbye. Peace. Top 10 radar, yeah we on your radar mm-hmm. Never miss dog, and that's on occasion Yeah, 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 we on your radar Yeah, 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 hey, we on your look, top floor, lifestyle, chef and boy, I'm cooking up Put too high, ain't coming down, you see me if you looking up I don't really talk too much, I show I'm running numbers up Lucky that I'm strong enough, I'm going off, they know what's up Wrist too sick
know that I'm Monday break, dog. Top 10.